everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of 90s Horror Films. I'm your host, Jonathan Moody, and here's my new co-host. Ah! She was here last uh, last episode as just a special guest, because she's been on a couple times. And then I was like, you know what? Let's get her on, like, full time. So please welcome Madeline Daring. How you doing, Maddie? Great. How are you? Doing fantastic. I'm so happy to have you as a co-host. Like, oh, I'm it's- happy to be here. It's funny we just had Michael McLenn and now we have you. So I'm I feel like the shows are are just continuing to grow and everything, and that's wonderful. Okay. Um, so we're gonna be talking about ticks, you know, which by the way, I am not a fan of ticks because I live like over by the woods, so I get them, you know, amount of a good amount of times when I take my dogs out to the woods or something, I'll get them. And I don't like them crawling on me or biting me or They're suck. Ticks terrify me. Do they for real? They terrify you? They don't terrify me. They just annoy me. A little bit. I, you always hear about how bite you, get diseases, whatever. When we were filming Lyme's disease or something. Yeah. When we were filming Spirit Animal in the Woods, they were always like, oh, yeah, check the ticks after we leave, whatever. Cause we were just filming right. in random woods. And I always kind of, maybe because of this movie. <laughs> Oh, was this uh, movie the uh, the influence to your your being afraid of ticks? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I adore this movie, but it's it holds up as like the creature effects and everything being kind yeah. of terrifying. So I could see how watching this movie when I was younger made me more scared of ticks than I probably should. <laughs> Absolutely, I, it's a little it's a little terrifying. I this is the first time watch for me. Honestly, it was the first time is it watch. Really? Yeah. I'd heard of it, I knew of it and stuff, and I'd wanted to see it. Um, and then I made sure that when I was gonna see it, I was gonna see it on 90s horror films. Like I have a thing now where I tell like Michael McLinn, who does horror film lovers, I told them to pick something from either the two thousands or higher or lower than eighties you know, right? Because I have 80s horror films and 90s horror films. And if we're going to do horror films, I want those two to have, you know, because I don't, I mean, I could do more than one, right? But it'd be more fun if like each one had that thing. So uh, he, he's very happy with that. He likes the 2000s and earlier than 80s as well. And and you Good. love 90s. So, and Rebecca Reinhardt's a big 80s girl. So, Exactly. Sort of have like a perfect uh, group of people, and I love them all. Like I, I don't, I don't care what decade it is. I like them all. Um, oh, definitely, absolutely. So, um, so this was not your first time watch. Uh, how many times have you seen, oh, I've it? seen it? Quite a few times. I used to watch a lot when I was younger, and it had been a while for me. Uh, and then I got, I think the um, the Vinegar Syndrome like 4K amazing release. At Cinema Wasteland, maybe a year ago, and I rewatched it. Nice. And I need, so I need that release. Nice. That's a great release. I mean, I just got Sidekicks, which I've was... never seen Sidekicks. Well, it's but I know I... they released in 4K and everything, and I, you know, you always you get didn't... a lot of divisive people about movies like that that are going to go well yeah because i mean it just depends on what you grew up with some people grew up on sidekicks or the super mario brothers movie or or whatever you know and and so there's going to be some movies like the wizard or whatever that um 
you know, I grew up watching that you might not have grown up watching, you know, yeah. um, and a lot of them go on my Hollywood knockbusters because a lot of them are Hollywood bombs, you know, or whatever, you know. Um, so it's really funny. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting for them to release the my fa uh, my father the hero of uh, 4K. Oh shit! I should I own that movie on VHS? On VHS? A VHS or DVD? I think I do have it on DVD. I don't know. I had it on DVD. I remember DVD. watching it and thinking, yeah, "This ain't bad." Kind of fun. When? How long ago was that? Probably about a year or two ago. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. I the first time I saw it. It creeps me out. Like, I watched it with Dustin. Well, we didn't watch it together, but we reviewed it together for Hollywood Knockbusters. And it, to me, it does not hold up. It oh, is man. very, it is if very I watch it, uh I don't remember how creepy it is. I just remember watching it, and I don't honestly even remember really anything about it. It was like the father was played by Gerard Depardieu, and he was this French guy, and apparently he had done it before. We're talking about something completely different than Tick, so sorry, but this happens from time to time. But uh, he was uh, with his 14-year-old daughter, and his daughter kept going around telling everybody that he was her lover, you know, and stuff. And then... No, I've watched it. Why don't I remember? You don't remember that? That's like the creepiest part of the whole movie. Maybe I just <laughs> owed it. Maybe I haven't watched it. I feel like, like I got it around the same time I got Captain Ron. There's like, I a, like Captain Ron. There's literally a scene where he's now. singing. He's singing that he loves little girls. You know? Okay. You know what? I'm going to have to watch this now. Yeah. You have to watch you know, like, it. And then... Name sounds familiar. And uh, we're going to have to talk about it next time. Yes, please. Not um, as the actual movie we're watching, but yeah, because, yeah exactly. I mean, we're given this cliffhanger, but I swear to God, I watched it and I don't remember a goddamn thing about it. Yep. Um, I just I remember when I was a kid, I had a crush on Catherine Heigl. I still do. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> you know, I I don't care if she's hard, difficult to work with or whatever. I still yeah, have a crush but, on her. Um, she was difficult. I think she's gotten past that. I think she's. Whatever. Um, speaking, guess who's not difficult to work with? Probably everybody in this cast for ticks. You know, I hope not. I've been every a huge Seth Green fan for years. Even Seth Green. Oh my God, he. Um, I mean, yeah, Robot Chicken and everything. Like, I mean, especially. And he used to be in some horror movies. Like he was in this and the what Attic Expeditions. I think the Attic movies. Expeditions, which we've done for a quick review Thursday. Great movie, actually. Uh, Paul found it as a DVD. Uh, I guess he, I mean, you know, didn't know about the Blu ray, but he didn't know anything about it. But it was like Seth Green. I, I found it on VHS before the Blu ray came out, and I knew nothing about it. And I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. So we were, yeah, we were, we loved it. That was great. And then, yeah. uh, was it Arcade? We reviewed that for Indie Film Cafe. Yeah. Dustin, of course, because. Dustin, that's his like favorite movie of all time. Dustin. And uh Dustin Hubbard. And then um my buddy. Yeah, and then yeah, you you got to meet him. Yeah, he's a very nice guy. Uh yeah. You know, in Tampa like three years in a row would be on. I've known him probably longer than you, and I still probably. haven't met this son of a bitch. Um, I, I remember the first time going off track again. First time I went to Tampa, 
everyone told me you got to meet Dustin. You got to meet Dustin. I was like, who the hell? Oh, you never even met him? Oh, before then? Oh. Okay. And then, like, at the end of the convention, I finally got talking and super nice guy. And, you know, we became friends after that, like Facebook friends after. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he added me after that. Was such a good guy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. uh, yeah, so, uh, Arcade, uh, and then, uh, um, Seth Green was also in two other movies I just reviewed. So this is like the third movie this year that I've reviewed his movies. Uh, one was um, uh, my my uh, stepmother's an alien, and okay. uh, the other one was for '90s horror, which was Idle Hands. So two for. Oh, I haven't seen that in years. But right. interestingly enough, that he was in a couple horror stuff, you know, or yeah. whatever it, horror. That's I feel like his roots are in horror. Yeah. I I think honestly, if somebody came up with a great idea for a horror film that they pitched him, he would you know, he would do it in a I second. think so. Yeah. Um but you know, and he was use Oz on fucking Buffy, so you know. Exactly. Um but anyway, uh the other cast members, let's talk about everybody, because I mean Seth Green is wonderful, but everybody yeah. knows who Seth Green is and what he's done, I mean, I freaking uh, Austin Powers, and uh, I keep forgetting he's Scott Evil, you know, Doctor Evil's son. Yeah. Um, and then there's uh the beautiful, beautiful Amy DeLenz, who uh you so interestingly enough, the year that this got made, 1993, Amy was in like freaking. Uh, and I'm gonna. By the way, I'm gonna say beautiful for every woman that's in this freaking movie because there is not a an unattractive female in this film. Um, just so you know. Uh, but yeah. Uh, she was in. So ninety three, she was in. Uh, White Wolves or Cry in the Wild two, which we reviewed for Indie Film Cafe. I don't know if you've seen that. I have not. Well, interestingly enough. It's about a group of delinquent kids who have to go out into the woods and survive in the woods for whatever, you know? Familiar. Yeah, sounds a little familiar. In this <laughs> case, they are sort of attacked by bear, a bear, and uh, uh, it's not on cocaine. Um, that would, bad. yeah, that would be that would be bad. Um, it would have been ahead of his time. It would have been ahead of his time. Yeah. Um, and uh in one of the the guy that's the guide uh get gets hurt and they have to help you know um get them back it's actually produced by julie corman so it's a corman production so kind of cool um then step monster which i'm sure you know of or heard of i know of, but i've never seen it yeah um i've never seen it either i've heard of it but I've never seen it. It's a horror film. It's a horror comedy. Uh, Fred Olin Ray was one of the writers of it, apparently, and started like Alan Thick, you know. Alan Thick. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite humans, Alan Thick. Um, and then let's see. She was in Ticks, Witchboard Two, and uh, Pumpkinhead Two, Blood Wings. And Murder, She Wrote episode, um, all in the span of 1993. That's a that's a pretty damn good year for a lot of horror 
you know, for her in that year. Like, I guess she became like the horror it girl. Um, After that, she really didn't do many of that, you know, stuff. She kind of, she did a lot of TV after that. And, ooh, she went to the asylum. She was in a 2012 Doomsday. Well, you know, sometimes you just need a paycheck. Hey, I love the asylum. I work I for do, too. That's legitimately nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um. Then there was this little guy named Alfonso Ribeiro. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. But... Oh, the host of Catch-21 on GSM. <laughs> That's how you know him? No, I know him from Fresh Prince. But Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, fan. yes. <laughs> I'm a huge game show fan, so I also know him from Catch-20. There you go. Yes. That's really all I know that he do- he's done. Text Fresh Prince and Catch-21. That's funny. But yeah, he was so he had started in 1990 for the Fresh Prince. So 93, he must have been really trying to like get rid of his Carlton image. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> cuz he's completely different in this movie. Yeah. Well, he, tr- he was like remember there was a there was a scene in uh Fresh Prince. I think it might have been the first season or second season something like that. Um where uh, Alpha, uh, Carlton is like hanging out with like gang members or something, you know. And then he's like the leader of the gang, and he's like sitting up there with his like, you know, all like I, I don't know. He's like looking all tough and stuff, you know, and everything. And he's yeah. saying things, and he's like snap his fingers, and people are doing stuff for him. And I'm just like, that's 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 like that character kind of thing, exactly. Like, First line he says, I think, or one of the first lines he says in the movie is, they call me panic because I don't. <laughs> oh, God. Well, Mike, can you just do the Carlton dance for me, please? Please. I wish he did the Carlton dance. I wish that, like, sadly he didn't survive. He's like one of the only, he's the only person in that group that died. Uh, I know. And I'm like, the it is the 90s because, like, he's the only black guy there and he dies. And he's the toughest. But his yeah. dog, Brutus. His da- dog died, too, which at first That's I was like really sad about, bad. like, because I was like, don't you do it. Don't you kill that dog. And then when it happened, I was kind of like, okay, well, he served a purpose because later oh, yeah. they, they examined, they you know, it wasn't like they just threw the dog away or bury the dog or something like it served a purpose so i was okay with it i'm i can't really mad and sad i i'm an animal lover so anytime a pet is hurt i go crazy about it cats dogs birds snakes whatever if they're a pet you know even even animals out in the wild i'm like don't you fucking kill that animal out in the wild you know because like you know you would think that I'm a vegan or something, but I'm not. I'll still eat it if it's already been killed. I mean, you know, yeah, why, of course. Why let meat go to waste? Um, you know, uh, sorry, vegan lovers out there. I just lost my vegan, uh, <laughs> my vegan peeps. Um, all right. Uh, next is an actress that we uh, have um, had on, like, had talked about last month. Which you were saying you weren't, you forgot or something like, you know, or like you never realized. Just, yeah, I don't think I realized that. And two of my favorite 90s movies, and I just 
only made the connection today when watching it, which is weird. And I am going to fuck up her name so badly, but it's Virginia, and it's with a yeah, so I think that's pretty cool. And yeah. then Keen, I'm going to guess. So, Virginia, if you're listening, I'm sorry if I fucked up your name, but it's like Keen. <laughs> you know? Um, anywho, uh, she was in Pump Up the Volume. You know? She was in Silk Stockings for one episode. So I don't know why they put that as the top. You know, like, known for Silk Stockings was her. Yeah, that's... Yeah, it's a little weird. Um... Then let's see. Uh, but yeah, she's. I'm gonna look at some of the stuff because I was like, I looked her up and I was like, holy crap! So she was an episode of the Twilight Zone when they redid it in the '80s. Yeah, you know, and she was in an episode directed by Wes Craven. Really? That is, that is freaking amazing. That is awesome. Yeah. I, and it's 84, too. It's the same year he did uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. So, like, I, right. I need to ask her about some stuff, like, sometime. Yeah. If I can, if I can, I'll I'll ask her about, like, working with uh, Wes Craven at that time. Like, he was the it dude. Or yeah, maybe he hadn't made it yet. You know, exactly. On his way. Yeah, he was on his way to being the it dude, you know, for real. Yeah. Um. But she was in a bunch of TV shows and a magical world of Disney episode or whatever, um, which I guess was a movie. Um, what was the movie? Let's find out in one second. If it'll let me, it's called Case Busters. I don't know if you heard of that one. My family and I used to watch the wonderful world of Disney movies. A brother and sister, played by Noah Hathaway in Virginia, are amateur sleuths who find who help their grandfather, Pat Hingle. From Batman, run a uh, security business while digging around on their own. They accidentally stumble onto a major case. Sweet, it's kind of like Nancy Drew and Hardy Boys, except yeah. only one Hardy Boy. Um, or if Nancy Drew had a brother, <laughs> you know. Uh, then she was in Invaders from Mars, so she worked with Wes Craven, then Toby Hooper. Good That's God, awesome. that is just amazing. Um. And then, as I said, pump up the volume was the big thing. The dentist. Uh, she was an episode. She was episodes of Clueless, Seth, Seventh Heaven, the other shows. And then she stopped working in 1999. It's another reason. Another thing I'd like to know is like, is she's why she stopped. I usually it's because people have moved on after a while and they're just yeah. You know, they're just ready to do something that they're excites them a little bit more. Sometimes it's they got a family, they start a family, and then you know. Okay. But what was that? Bring her back for a dentist legacy sequel. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. Wait, she, her character didn't die. No, she was no, she lived. She was gonna be killed by him, and yeah. then he spared her. And then yeah. she was the one who ratted him out and told him where yeah. he was or whatever. Braces, she was going to have that party. I don't know. If she I know. She never got that party, I don't think. I need to ask her that. Did you ever get that party? <laughs> Do you think your character ever got to party? Um, <laughs> so those were some of the big ones. Then there's um, uh, some of the, Okay, so we're Seth Green, Virginia, Alfonso. Peter Scolari played Charles Danson. So that was the fa- uh, Chuck 
Oh, he died in 2021. Oh, that sucks. Um, sorry, everybody. I'm kind of doing my research now, so bear with me. Um, but he was in that thing you do, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the TV show. He played oh, the father in uh, that show. He was in the TV show Girls for 21 episodes. So, Oh, oh, and it was a big deal in New Heart, the New Heart show. So awesome. Um, I liked him. Um, I the only thing I had a problem with was that, like, for the longest time, I didn't. I he mentioned that that was his daughter in the very beginning of the movie, and I totally forgot, you know. And I was like, so I just thought the dude was just somebody helping everybody out, like a teacher, you know. Yeah. yeah. And then there was like a part where he, he was gonna make love to the other woman the woman there that was helping out holly and uh all of a sudden he got the call out to go deal with the um fire and uh he says something like uh, you know i was busy with uh you know i was i was busy in there and of course that means getting busy and his daughter was not too happy about that um but his daughter said something about it and i was like why is she so mad I'm like, oh yeah, that's their father daughter. Just totally forgot. His, I mean, and then so I wish that their relationship had been a little bit. Yeah, more. it's kind of thrown in there. Yeah, I mean, I get it because like then there's that urgency. Like you, she he cares for her a lot and wants to make sure she survives. But you know, um, I hate to say it. I kind of wish he had died. You know, did he die? He didn't die, did he? No, I don't think he did. Um, he got shot in the leg, I believe. Yeah, he did by those assholes. Yeah, you know, and we'll talk yeah. about those assholes in one yeah. second. Jerry and Sir. Yeah, he's listed in the credits literally as Sir. So yeah, no other other name. You can call me Sir. And there's that joke the whole time. Yes, Sir. You know, yeah, yes, exactly. No, Sir. You know, all stuff. I was like. It kind of to me that kind of <laughs> went on a little bit too long, too much. I'm like, I, I, I get it. He calls himself Sir. Awesome. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. He was. He got kind of annoying, like because I was like, okay, there's gotta. I guess just them being trapped isn't enough. There's got to be a little bit more tension. But I was like, why? You know, like already we have the threat of all these terrifying fucking ticks. That are just taking over. Why do we need these guys? Like, other than them starting the fire, that could be done by anybody. Any yeah. idiot could start a forest fire. Unless they hang out with Smokey Bear. Smokey the Bear, you know. He tells you not to do them, you know. Apparently he wasn't around, you know. And he yeah. also wasn't on cocaine. So there. I don't. That would be you never know back in the uh, 90s. <laughs> yeah. Smokey, that would be a fucking great Saturday Night Live skit. Smokey the Cocaine Bear. It really would be. You need to make that happen. I can't. I don't have a bear costume, and I don't have money for that shit. And you know, and it would be funny though. Like literally, Smokey the Cocaine Bear. All right, kids, don't start no forest fire. Oh shit! I just started a forest fire. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that would be Oops. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 
So, um, anyway, um, see, we get sidetracked here on, uh, it's gonna oh, happen. It's just happens with me because I have ADD, ADHD, I'm pretty sure. I haven't been diagnosed, but, uh, I'm pretty sure. Um, so then there's Dinah, uh, Dayrit, I think is how you say her name. And sadly, she hasn't been in more than, like, she was only, she only has three credits. And it was uh, Tix is one of them, but also before then she had done an episode of Beverly Hills 90210 as girl number one. So I want to see that at some point just to see yeah. what she did there. Um, and then she was in an episode of My So-Called Life as Pencil Girl. So I'm not sure if that meant she just had a pencil uh, or she asked yeah, for a pencil. I don't know. What? Have you seen it? Have you seen My So-Called Life? No. You didn't, you didn't watch that when you were younger? No, I've heard of it, but I never watched it. Well, did you hear I'm... of it when you were younger, or did you hear of it when you were older? I don't know. I've heard about it at some point in my life. In my yeah. so-called life. You're in your so-called life. <laughs> Alright, so moving on. <laughs> That's funny, though. Um... Then we've got, so we got Jerry and Sir. Um, and Jerry was played by Michael Medeiros. Medeiros and he was, uh, he had been in like X-Men First Class as a political officer. Oh, wow. uh, Robocop 2 as Cats, Cats, Cats. So uh, I can't even ever pronounce this one. Sink it, talk. New York. I think it was the Charlie Kaufman movie. Oh, yeah. Um, it's like yeah. Schenectady, but it's okay. Yeah, that word. Great um, movie. What? Great movie. Yeah, I've heard of it. I've never seen it. I heard it was really good. And I think I've seen pre like the trailer, but that's about it. Um, he uh, as far as I know, he's still around doing stuff. Um, what was the last thing he did? Uh, so 2020, and then he's got something upcoming. So, And then the 2020 was an episode of The Blacklist. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah so he's still working. He's on Criminal Intent, which I love. Did you ever watch Criminal Intent? Law and Order? Yeah. With, with, uh, with Vincent D'Onofrio going like this. Whenever he interviews, you know, whenever he, uh, but uh, do a uh, like interrogation, you know, he would go like this to his people, and like you know, it would just sort of I think it sort of like like throws you off a little bit or whatever when you're being interrogated. So you know, I don't know. There's a few things. Um, the Sir was played by Barry Lynch. Um. He was in The Whisper and Darkness. I've never heard of that. Uh, Star Trek Klingon Academy. It's a video game. And Dominion. I guess that's the Exorcist one. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was in Judging Amy. The Call of Cthulhu. Uh, not to be confused with Call Girl of Cthulhu. Yeah, we'll from movie. Have you seen that? You know what? I haven't, and I'm a big fan of the director. And I've been yes, Chris LaMartina. I love him. Got to see uh, the WNUF sequel in the theater. And he was there, but I didn't get to talk to him when I went to the Dawn of the Bathroom and he was gone. 
Oh, whole other story. So, but I'm a fan of his. Nice. Well, another Austin Powers star. There's Clint Howard, who's been in a million movies. I don't even want to. What? Ice Cream Man. Ice Cream Man, Rock and Roll High School, uh, Tango and Cash, The Water Boy. You know, tons of movies. I got Um, to meet him years ago. Super awesome. Look look at you, man. I have yet to meet him, but he's on my bucket list. I got uh, with him and the ice cream cone with the hat on it. So. Nice. Uh, sadly, somebody I could not, we cannot meet anymore is Rance Howard, who passed away in 2017, sadly. Um, he was known for being in the movie Nebraska. Um, he was in Far and Away, Universal Soldier, Small Soldiers, a few other movies. Um, a few, a lot of other movies. Um, I know he worked with my my buddy DJ Perry a lot. Um, he had done these uh three Christian like faith films, you know. Uh, one of them being called Forty Nights Chasing the Star and Christ Slayer, and all playing like the devil, the devil as an old man, which is kind of cool, you know. If you're going to go out, you know, like, might as well make movies where you play the devil, you know, right? Um, So, yeah. Uh, And then the rest of the people are just kind of other people. Like, there's a guy who played his father. Um, Oh, I forgot to mention Rome. Uh, I guess his name is Romeo, you know, but they kept calling him Rome. Oh, yeah. Ray Oriole. Um, I did not recognize him at all, but he's been in Point of No Return, Colors as Homeboy. Um, no, Cracker, Cracker, Mind Over Murder. It's a movie title. Um, Bound by Honor. He played a character named Spider. So, uh, he's been in a few things. When was his last? His last movie was 2020, so he's still working. You know, today and he's got something upcoming. Always go, like I always get excited when I see people that have upcoming films or have done stuff since fun. 2020 because I like to see people continue to work. Unless they're even if they're t- if they didn't do a great job in the movie, I still want to see them get work because maybe That's the cool. practice makes perfect. Maybe they'll they'll be better in the next movie. Yeah. Um or whatever, but maybe not. Better, you know, some 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 actors just probably will never never. Truly get better, but you know that's fine. Uh, all the actors in here were wonderful. You know, I, I think so. even like the I think there was like I don't know if he was the hitchhiker or something, but the guy that just kind of like the redneck guy that kind of peeked in and scared the crap out of um oh, yeah Melissa. You know, like I loved him. I just like thought he was a little over the top, but you know that was sort that's of kind of what the character is though. Yeah, he's he was the uh sort of like that 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 redneck character who always pops up in these horror movies to scare people yeah. for a little bit. Usually they die. In this case, I don't think I saw him die. So no. I don't think he got killed. Like the crazy Ralph type. Although kind of, but he didn't tell you don't go in those woods. Yeah, that oh, was he didn't warn him of anything, but he's still like that creepy guy who's just kind of there. I would have loved to have him go up and go, don't go in those woods. I know. There's I dicks in those I'm woods. A, I'm a sucker for that type of stuff. 
Wouldn't that have been great? Because then you could have been like, because they could have been like looking at them and go like, yeah, there's tits, ticks in every woods, you know? And you're like, no, big, big suckers, you know? By the way, did you notice all the puns? They say sucker all the time. Yeah. I don't know if that was intentional for them. I'm guessing that I'm was. I'm sure it was. Because the guy was like, yeah, sucker. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, he says it all the time. Kind of like a tick. I don't know. <laughs> There's, I think there's a lot of puns in this movie, and they try to try to do that on yeah, purpose. It's, I think it's more subliminal, where you really have to pay attention. Um, I forgot to mention Rosalind Allen, who was Holly. Um, she has been in Naked Gun, thirty-three and a third, the final insult, um, which was okay of a Naked Gun movie. I was a little disappointed, but um, you know. You don't yeah. remember that one? I know I watched them all, but I can't. It's been a long time. She was in 21 episodes of Sequest 2032. She was in Beyond Belief, Fact or Fiction, and a movie called Hijack. Oh. Um, and she is still working. She was in I Love That For You in 2022. As, it's a TV show, apparently. I have not heard of it, but she was in yeah, uh, Silk Stockings. Apparently that's a big one to be in. Back in the day, uh, Pinocchio's Revenge and a ton of other oh. movies. Oh, she's an episode of Boy Meets World. Which episode? It's a Susan that doesn't really help. And an episode called Stormy Weather that also does not help. I need to see what the episode is about. A Halloween episode, a Halloween episode rather. Oh, uh, it was when uh, Eric lands the internship at a TV station and decides to quit school to pursue his dream job of becoming a weatherman. Yeah. That's that was great. Um, however, as Eric spends more time at the station, he realizes the importance of a good education. You know, so he's um, a great character. Eric was what? But I don't remember that episode. Eric was a good character. I'm... You don't remember that episode? I remember it only because I just saw that Larissa Olenek was in it, and she's only been in like a couple episodes. And one yeah. of them is that episode. I think it was the one where. You know, uh, Ryder Strong's character, uh, Sean, was like into her. I, I had a huge, oh. huge crush on Larissa Olenek. You know, like huge. Um, yeah. So, uh, still do to this day, you know. Um, somebody tagged her in a post or like in a comment, you know, and she liked it or whatever on my page. And I was like, I, was oh, like, well, I can't add her. Oh, I don't think I added her. Just like <laughs> I don't know her, but you could still add. I could probably still add her. She could not accept, you know. Um, but I was just like, "Holy crap, that's the real like Larissa Olenek." <laughs> oh. Um, all right. So real quick, we'll go into who wrote and uh, who directed and who wrote it, and then we'll go into the story. Sorry, this episode is probably going a little long already. Um, but we're kind of getting sidetracked, so that's ha- happening. Um, always. always. Uh, so the director is Tony Randall, and he's done a ton of stuff. Um, Hellraiser 2. What? Hellraiser 2. Hellraiser 2. Uh, he was an editor for a lot of stuff, too, before, but also as well. But yeah, Hellraiser 2, Hellbound, um, Children of the Night. Amityville, nineteen ninety-two. It's yeah, about time. My Amityville movie. What? So of course, I, my favorite Amityville movie. 
Well, that that time. makes sense. You love ticks, and you love yeah. that image. And I can actually notice some more type of style. So nice. He also did Power Rangers in space. I did see that. Yeah. So awesome. You know, I'm not. Hey, no judgment. You know, uh, I love the Power Rangers. I actually I hated the Power Rangers when I was a kid because I love the Power Rangers when I was a kid because I was I got to that point where I was in middle school and we were, like there was so much hate toward it because that's for wow. kids. Blah 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 blah. You can't yeah, like so it. So I had to like, I had to not like it. You know. Yeah. Even though I never really watched it, you know. But yeah. I will tell you one thing real quick and uh, sidetrack. But me and my friend Matt uh, rented Kids, you know, the movie um, Kids, yeah. and it was unrated. And uh, the guy at the the clerk at the video store didn't know what that meant for me as a thirteen year old boy. You know, like was I allowed to rent it or not? And yeah. he's like, "Well, I guess not. I guess since it's unrated, you can watch it." Now we know unrated means that no, you probably still need yeah. a parent and guardian. These have changed a lot since that. Right. So he was like, but we rented that and rented the Power Rangers movie, the original, That's the first one. Yes. Um, and so we rented both of those. We came back to my friend's house, started watching kids where my, his parents were gone. We're so excited. We're happy. We're watching. So mom comes in. We we uh you know eject the videotape put in power rangers and we're watching power rangers you know right or whatever because uh me and him had a thing for the pink ranger oh uh, yeah Bill johnson who didn't you know exactly everyone did. yeah um so yeah so tony randall did a lot of stuff uh brent v friedman wrote it and um he, he was Sadly, he was the director, or the writer of uh, *Mortal Kombat: Annihilation*. Oh man, man, that that right there was a pretty big bomb. But I mean, hey, you know what? I mean, good. He only wrote it. He didn't put in all that terrible CG. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe his original script was much better than. I was gonna say. You know what they ended up doing with it? You know who knows? Um. So yeah, so then he he wrote that. That hey, look, Tix was far better and superior. So maybe it goes to a lot of that stuff. Um, he wrote. Uh, let's see, he wrote a lot of stuff for the Full Moon, uh, company, but oh. like their kids stuff. So he did like Pre Hysteria three and two, uh, Pet Shop, you know. Did another Hellbound, but it was the uh, Chuck Norris one. So that would be an interesting thing. Hellraiser meets the Chuck Norris, you know, like Pinhead versus Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris is going to win because he wins in everything, you know. Exactly. It's Chuck Norris. It's Chuck Norris, yeah. Um, He had done a movie called American Cyborg Steel Warrior. Uh, I want to see that. That sounds awesome. What? That sounds great. And then he did a movie called Evil Alter. He had done a couple other things. So I'm kind of skipping through things because I'm going to go through all 34 of his you know, credits or whatever. Um, so yeah, so that's the great casting crew. Now to c- kind of talk about the story and the movie itself. 
Um, so I, I guess it's just really about a bunch of kids go in the woods and they uh, discover that there's these big ass ticks that are sort of just jumping on people or eating the dog or, you know, um, but I guess once they get inside you, they like can become huge, right? Like once they're like they're already I don't even know they're already huge but like when they, yeah when they get inside you like you see that big lump moving yeah around stuff and it's like <laughs> I know it's it's pretty crazy yeah um, and they make, like hallucinate after they bite you sometimes some yeah things. you start thinking you're seeing somebody that's not really there and everything so that that's weird I don't know if that, that's I don't think that's a thing with tick bites necessarily i've had plenty of tick bites and i've never hallucinated after it you know as i said i live in the woods so well not yeah. in the woods but big ticks so i guess they've evolved you know obviously evolved so right whatever disease they might spread maybe i guess i don't know much about Lyme disease, to be honest with you uh that is true like if you if they spread lyme disease And I don't know if that's one of the things. Let me look that up. Is that a thing with Lyme disease? Is uh, yeah, I feel like it would make your um, you know the uh, whatever symptoms come at you faster. Your the effects. Yeah, pain, swelling, or stiffness may last for a long time. Uh, symptoms may come and go. Stage three symptoms usually begin. Two to 12 months after a tick bite, the type of Lyme disease common in Europe can cause a skin condition uh, okay, called um, acrodermatitis. Um, I think I've heard of that. Um, uh, chronic atrophicians. I don't know. Something. Um, oh, okay. This can cause a rash, often bull size. Joint pain, weakness in the limbs can occur. So doesn't say anything about hallucinogens or anything. Oh, right. That's just added in. I think that was added in to sort of give you something. Well, I mean, because I thought about it, like you, you might have been right. Like where if it was a thing, that it would have been even worse. You know, yeah. of whatever, because they're so big. You know, their bite is going to be much bigger than you know a normal normal tick bites are like this tiny. You know. Exactly. Um, but they are they are rough, you know, and uh, I've had plenty of tick bites. Um, now everybody's always afraid to get Lyme disease, but I'm like, I I'm not most people. I don't think most people die from Lyme disease. It like it just needs to be treated, you know, kind of thing. So like people are, I know so many people are like, I hate being in the woods. I don't want to get, I don't want to get bit by a tick, you know. And I'm like, yeah, I've gotten bitten by so many fucking ticks in my life and have never contacted like contracted like i'd be paranoid i was paranoid when we were filming i was just like oh dick, i don't think maybe this movie kind of picks it up to be worse than it actually i think you i think you have i mean but i don't know maybe i've just been lucky and maybe the next tick oh god hopefully the next tick bite won't be that bad but it usually hasn't been what said tick tock TikTok. <laughs> oh, <Imagine>. Lord. <laughs> oh.
anyway, that that clip will be on TikTok coming up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean these ticks when they bite you, they they fucking bite you and they crawl inside your skin and shit. I'm infested. Whenever she like uh, hallucinates, you know, seeing I Clint Howard. Mm-hmm. Whatever, and like, oh man. Oh yeah, and it's oh the bubbly of the head and stuff uh, like that. That's oh, it's nightmare fuel. It really is. I mean, it's weird. I don't, I don't know. It's because I've just watched too many of these horror movies, but like nothing really terrifies me anymore. But things do gross me out a little bit. I'm like, ooh, yeah, you know, nothing really. Like, I'm sorry, big giant ticks and stuff. They may kind of make me laugh when I see them scurrying about and stuff. I'm yeah. like, yeah, like it's I, kind of. I think the creature effects in this are fantastic, but I don't really like bugs too much, especially. Yeah, yeah I, I don't like roaches. Later in life, I hate bugs even more. And Could you I imagine think a I giant roach? A bit more watching this now than I even did when I was younger for some reason. But I just think it's. Could you imagine a giant roach? No. <laughs> that would terrify you, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. That's got to be the next movie, Roaches. You know, because, like, I don't like them, period. So, you know, uh, because we're by the by the woods, by whatever, roaches sometimes will come to the house, you know, or whatever. And we'll have to kill them, you know, which I don't like killing animals, like, period, you know. But I'm sorry, you come in the house, you're dying. Whether or not yeah, you're a spider sure. or a roach or a regular bug. Like fucking big. Oh, ticks, you're going down the toilet, um, you know, generally. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, they, they burn these ticks, but they set it up like where they burn it from the very beginning, you know? So you're like, okay, oh, yeah. there's going to be a lot of fire in this movie. Exactly. And there was, you know? Um, so I was, I was ready for that. Uh, yeah. once again, I'm going to go back to Alfonso Ribeiro playing a tough guy because that scene where he's trying to play basketball or whatever with the guy <laughs> and he's like, make a hoop, make, make a hoop. another hoop, or do it again, do it again. <laughs> and he's so like, funny. and then after a while I was like, no, you know, like, oh, I have to do this. You know, I, I made it already. So first time it's like I wasn't watching. I was like, I would have been like, yeah, you were. I just saw you watching. Just saw you watch it go so right good. in the hoop. You know? Like, yeah. And then he goes, uh, he says, like, you're making your own you make your own you're making your rule your own rules now. And then he was like, Yep. When he saw the like van pull up. That was a great scene. Um so Seth, Seth Green and, and Alfonso really really seemed like they had pretty good chemistry together as friends. Like they, oh, definitely, it worked well. And uh, and then Virginia and uh, Seth were great. Like Melissa and what was Seth's name? Um, I can't. Uh, Horrible at remembering names. I know. Uh, Tyler. Oh yeah, Tyler. Tyler Burns. Um, so Tyler and Melissa, they had great chemistry. Oh yeah, they're great together. I know. And then Melissa and um Kelly. Uh, so Kelly was the the girl who didn't talk till the end, yeah. like sort of thing. 
and everything. I guess everybody thought she was mute or something. And yeah. then I was like, okay, she's not going to say a word. I guess, I guess that's, you know, when you don't, you know, that that's the easiest kind of acted when you don't have to say anything. You just kind of go, you know, whatever, nod. See, nobody can hear. It's a podcast. So nobody can see me shaking my head, you know? Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed her in it. And, and then you find out why she's sort of been silent is, and I thought that went a little heavy, man. Like she mentions like yeah. rape. I'm like, yeah. good God, like in the nineties, like that was barely ever discussed like that. You know, I think there might've been when they're going fishing and stuff, like kind of bonding a bit. I think that's a great scene. Yeah. And well, they went fishing and they fished out a fucking sheriff. Well, yeah, but you know, before all that, I guess it's good bonding. <laughs> I mean, that's still a good bonding experience, you know. They they You're were hugging each there, other by either. the end of it, you know. That's uh, that'll get you through, you know. Um, you know, you'll always have something to remember. <laughs> remember oh, that perfect. time we we went and we dealt with all those chicks, and there was this dead body in the water. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like remember. Would you even have to say remember that time? I'd be like, how could you forget? Yeah, how could you forget? Oh Lord, that'd be like you know in your memory, hopefully for the rest of your life. Um, what do you think ever happened to those ticks? I hope. Well, I mean, they didn't all die. Well, maybe, maybe they did because the fire just kept going. The well, fire people the then come. Where the egg or whatever you want to call it. I mean, I'm calling it egg, but I'm wondering if they were doing that to, um, you know, basically, uh, what is it? Um, um, so I wonder if they were doing that to set up a sequel. But as far as I know, there was never a ticks too, right? Wow, I wish, but. <laughs> Either you, way, even if you're not setting it up for a sequel, I feel like you're always setting it up for a sequel. You always just in case, game. right? Because you yeah. never know and what's going to make if the money. You're not planning on it. You're like, oh well, you got to leave some type of cliffhanger, leaving people want more. Right? No, so, I agree. I like that. I I always love it. Like I love it when it sets up for like a uh, a sequel, even if uh, even if they don't never make it, you know, because. Exactly. You know, um, and then I can be like, oh, well, in my head, this is what, um, you know, this is what a, uh, you know, um, a sequel would have been like, you know, for me, it would have been just the the ticks got out of the woods and now they're in the ticks in the city. Exactly. And that'd be honestly terrifying. (laughs) Again, already like like, I'm in a suburb. What you really think about. Huge fucking ticks. What would you do if you saw one of those fucking things? I would probably... I don't know. Because now that I watch the movie, now I'd be like, I'm going to get like a torch, you know? But back then, like, or or like, if I never watched this movie, I never would think to burn the ticks. No, you know? I wouldn't either. I so would this is like an instruction manual in case we get overrun by ticks. It's like a yes. fucking manual. You know, now we know, like, to destroy it with uh, fire, torch it. You know, um, yeah. So I, I don't know. Um, it'd be, it'd be great 
to have a sequel, but I don't think it was. It would have been. It would have been fantastic. But yeah. 20 years later, let's go. The <laughs> Dentist 3 and Ticks 2. Damn, it is 20 years. Fuck. Yeah, I know. Like, wow. The Dentist was 96. This oh, is. Oh, wait. No, wait. 93? Yeah. 30. 30 years. We're in 23. Jesus. What did you think it was? 13, apparently. Oh, I always thought you said 30. But no, it has been 30, 30 I, I years. 20, 30. 30 wow. freaking years, man. Is that nuts? Yeah, it really is, actually. I didn't even think about that. That's crazy. You know, it's been 30 years since all of those movies, including uh, Pumpkinhead 2's uh, Blood Wings, which yeah. was fantastic, but you know, um, Kane Hodder in a fucking pumpkin head movie. I mean, what more can you get? What more can you ask for? Um, exactly. What? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to do that sometime. Sometime. Yeah, we saw, we did, Rebecca and I did the first pumpkin head for 80s horror films. So it's only natural that you and I do pumpkin head too for. You know, uh, I wasn't on that episode, was I? What episode was I on? 80s horror. You were on. You on that one? You might have been on that one. I feel like we did Pumpkinhead. Yeah, you might have been on that one. Um, I'm gonna look it up real quick. <laughs> I remember doing one with you and Rebecca. I oh, just... I know you did. Um, I just was that. It might have been Pumpkinhead because. Um, let me see. Hold on. Talked about how my mom cried when the kid died. Uh, yes, Madeline Daring in Pumpkinhead. So funny. Uh, I was like, is, I thought so, but who knows? That is funny. Was that the only '80s horror ones you did with I us? Oh, so. I might have done. Weird that we're talking about Pumpkinhead too, and having you on that one, and so that is very. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to get uh, maybe we'll have to get I Rebecca guess. on that one. So it would be like all of us again yeah. talking about the part two of it. Um, but yeah, I uh, fantastic. I'd seen part two, but I hadn't seen part one. So that's funny. Um, saw part two on like, I, yeah. I saw part two on like cable. So like. So did um, I. Show, well, Showtime, whatever. I think it was like, like Bye USA Bye or something or whatever. Well, what used to be a USA, you know. Yeah. Because USA doesn't really, the USA isn't the USA I grew up with. No, USA up all night. Weirdly enough, sci-fi was for a little bit becoming like, you know, the old USA. But then they, uh, yeah, you know what? They should bring back up all night, but like on a see if they could just transfer it to another channel or something, you know, or whatever, you know, or a streaming channel, you know. Um, I don't think USA has its own streaming channel or something. So, so. it'd be nice if if somebody like Shutter could do you know uh, up all night uh, new episodes. Yeah, they have Joe Bob, so why not? They do, they do. So I mean, sure, you know, be they could get famous for doing hostings like that, you know, and everything. Like, get more people to come check it out. Uh, Sadly, they won't be able to get Gilbert, but they might be able to get um, Rhonda back. You know, exactly. so there you go. Um, anyway, 
Once again, not talking about ticks, but in a way talking about ticks, because I bet ticks was on USA back in the day too, because this does seem like sort of a movie that would have been around on, on cable like that, you know, on those channels. Not necessarily, I don't know if you saw on Showtime or anything. You know, I never had Showtime, so, you know. Uh, only during, you know, the preview, whatever. I had it a bit later in high school, but still. Yeah. Not okay. I did have a, a Showtime during, like, the preview stuff, whenever they would preview movie or uh, preview the channel or we we did that with Disney. We did that with yeah. like all the because Disney used to be expensive to to have. I remember. Yeah. Now now Disney is part of the satellite package. You know exactly. Like it's like nothing, but uh, but Back I do. It's a special. What? Back in the day, it was special. Oh yeah, I had to go over to friends' houses and watch yeah. Disney. I used to watch Mr. Boogity on uh, Disney. Uh, do you remember that sh- that movie? Mr. Was, Boogity? Yeah, Mr. Boogity. He was a uh, wow. he was this character that like this uh, ghost that was all like like lit up green and everything, and he would float, and then he would go boogity boogity. Oh, but I need to look this up. There was Boogity, Mr. Boogity, and then Bride of Boogity, which was longer. Uh, the first Boogity had uh, had uh, David Faustino, you know, and um, uh, in the first uh, Buffy, um, what's her name? I'm blanking on her name. I only saw that movie for the first time. Really? I don't remember who the actress was. Um, it was really good, actually. It was really fun. Christy Swanson, I believe. Yeah, I believe yeah. she was in the. Uh, she was in that. So, um, yeah, it was, it was so, and then the, the, the uncle from my girl, you know, in it and stuff, uh, who's in like, uh, the father and, uh, license to drive. And he's been Richard Mazur. He's been on a ton of stuff and, you know, um, God, that movie is so good. They need to bring that back. Like Disney plus is like really not leaning into like their old content and bringing it oh, back. Marvel, right? If they they have so much cool stuff that if they just put that stuff in there, like um, remade that uh, or remade some of their older, scarier stuff, you know, I guarantee you it would do well. You know, aren't they going to do a live action Brave Little Toaster or what? That's a joke. Probably not. That would be interesting. And Brave Little Toaster, my favorite Disney. I mean, they did have... Don't beauty. touch Brave Little Toaster. Keep it. I don't want a live action. I'd suggest. I'm just saying they had a Beauty and the Beast, and I had, like, a toaster, I believe, in it. So, you know, and stuff. Yeah. You never know. They could do something. I don't I know if they wanted to, but I hope not. I hope not, because then that would mean they do, like, a live action Oliver and Company and live action, you know, and it's just like, come on, just stop. Just make, make more original content and yeah, stuff and thank you. you know um and you can make it live action original content that's fine but just the yeah. movie should just be animated some movies should yes you know like, i i was yeah. happy to see the lion king was sort of disappointed with it but not Dog like shit. i love john favreau so i'll support everything he does 
but uh, you know, I'm sure it, it wasn't his fault. The movie sucked. Uh it it was just it's just a little weird uh to see live action. It's not as let's just say it's not it it feels too real when yeah. it's a that you know. And so my mind, I don't like that. I want uh you know <laughs> I I, I want it to be a cartoon. You know, like because I I want to care for the characters, but I don't want to be like oh god. There's lions really fighting each other. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like it's a cartoon, it's still fake. Um so anywho, uh yeah, um to go back to ticks. So I think yeah. we just went on a whole rabbit hole. Um I you know, I, I really enjoyed it. There were a few amazing scenes in the movie. You know, considering this was my first time, I had no idea what to expect. So once again, I really like the scene where they bring the the uh, dog to the vet, and then oh yeah, the, that scene where the ticks running around just got this rip. He's got the thing sticking like the out first of him. See it fucking running around. Just yeah, that he's thing. like. Doo-doo-doo. It sounded kind of funny too. It had like little sound yeah, effects like, that made me kind of laugh and giggle. Because I'm like, like couldn't really take it too seriously when it's you know. And then, uh, but then it would just like launch and just like start grabbing, you know, and start yeah. sucking and on. And I see Seth Green like crawling on the floor. Like, I'm like, what are you doing, you fucking idiot? Yeah. Uh, I'm like, and, and and honestly, I guess they wanted to, like the, the, the veterinarian wanted to, um, uh, what is it, uh, like experiment on it. But I would have been like, get, the, get it the fuck out of here. I don't yeah, want to be anywhere too. near this shit. I mean, I love when she squashes it. She's like, when in doubt, squash. Yeah. Somebody wrote that in the, uh, like, a review. When in doubt, squash it. Right. And I, and I, I mean, know. I like how he, even that scene starts when she's trying to draw the blood and it keeps sucking it out. That's great. The whole, like, build up to when the tick comes out is great. No. Uh, the, the tick stuff, the tick, tick was amazing. Um, I would have, I would have yeah. loved to work on that film like it would have been the time it's just i just think the practical effects in this movie are top notch fantastic sadly if they remade it it would be all cgi i know and that's why when watching and now i'm just like there nothing beats this and i think for like a you know i mean i guess the lower budget i don't know what the budget was but you know see if i can find out i don't know if they but i looked up the uh effects people and like you know Howard Berger and I think it was Howard Berger and Greg wait McCarr. it was a like EKMB effects yeah or... so look up uh, the because actually originally I was thinking it was Screaming Mad George because it reminds me of the effects in like you know Silent Night Deadly Night Four but no KMB did the effects and it's just oh wow KMB did the effects that's yeah. awesome and I don't think I knew that until I looked that up today because again I... for some reason I thought it was Screaming Mad George but. They just, they knocked it out of the park. I mean, when you see the big bug coming out of Alfonso Rivera at the end, it's so good. Every, the effects are just, you know, they don't make them like this anymore. So I adore yeah. that. I think it's my favorite creature feature. I agree. Like, I, I feel like, um, I feel like it, it um, ooh, ooh, okay, hold on. Here's some, here's some trivia. You know, for my oh, 
So Amy DeLenz and Seth Green were previously in the popular 80s comedy Can't Buy Me Love. I realized that. She played the high school Fran, and he was the younger brother of the main character, Ronald Miller, played by Patrick Dempsey. Um, okay, so that's just a little like thing there. But midway through the filming, an earthquake in San Bernardino Sam Berdan, no, Sam, ah, I can never say this right. So me and my friend just call it Sam Berdan, whatever mountains destroyed the mountain location and the hotel and cast the crew stayed in, you know, wow. um, the cabin had to be re recreated in a wooded area in the Griffith park golf course and could only be used in the evenings. So as not to obstruct golfers during the day. That's crazy. Can you imagine if, like, say the K and B guys were like testing big ass ticks, and like some golfers just walks by and is like, "What the fuck is that?" Exactly. Yeah. Love to. Uh, I'm. I need to find out more information about this stuff later. Yeah. Um. Interestingly enough, Amy Dolenz's father, Mickey Dolenz, you might know him from a little TV show called The Monkeys. Oh, band okay. called The Monkeys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, voiced the character of Arthur in the TV show The Tick. Oh, wow, really? That's okay. kind of interesting, I guess. You know? Um, um, wow, okay. So uh, there's a lot with Seth Green and Amy DeLenz. Apparently they bonded by driving home together, you know, from uh, Big Bear. Um, uh, apparently Seth Green poked fun at the film during an appearance on The Late Show with David Letterman, 1999. So I guess somebody got asked about this or something. Yeah. Um, I guarantee you he talks good about it. You know? I would hope. Um, Amy Dillon said that one of her main memories of making the film is the fake blood, which would stick to her skin and hair. Like in any low-budget movie. Yeah. I mean, she was in, like, what, 12 fucking horror films that, yeah. you know like that that was her favorite part is having fake blood on her <laughs> <laughs> oh lord um despite the movie's subtitle i don't know what the subtitle for ticks was i have to look that up i think you mean um i think they meant uh what's what's it called uh tagline yeah tagline uh but they said ticks aren't insects they're arachnoids or closely related to spiders and scorpions. Um, what was their what was the uh, tagline? I don't remember. Uh, let me see if it says it. Uh, well, the one I see right here is it's not nice to mess with Mother Nature. Um, they'll make your skin crawl. Yeah. Uh, something hungry is about to hatch. They breed. They hatch. They kill. So I don't I don't see anything about insects. Um, yeah, something hungry is about to hatch from the director of Hellbound Hellraiser two. So I don't I don't know what they're talking about for subtitle, but you know, um, I know they did mention something about insects and and stuff, but like, yeah, it's a it's a spider. It's more of a spider than it is a. Yeah. Uh, than it's just a regular bug. Now it's making my skin crawl thinking about them because you know they're still around and they're probably out now because it's spring. You know, it's actually a lot hotter than it should be. 
So, uh-oh. You know. And the other thing I thought about was, what if they had giant fleas? You know, fleas you get from, like, animals and stuff. But I'm, yeah. like, thinking, fleas are so teeny tiny. I wonder what they really look like. Like, what does a flea look like? I don't know. What does a flea look like? I'm going to look that up and see if it looks terrifying. Mm. It does look kind of... I don't know if you can see this. I don't think I can. I don't really. I'll have to no. look that up. Yeah, they're, they're not... They're kind of creepy looking, but... They're tiny. So... Uh, yeah, so, anyway, fleas would be a scary thing, too. Like, what? you can make anything tiny, giant, and it would be Oh, scary. yeah, yeah. Ants, like, I remember somebody was making a movie with giants, like, giants, you know? Like, you know, gigantic ants and stuff. Or, like, mutants, you know, or whatever. And, and so yeah, there's... Make but, any like that big... Especially yeah, with like this. I'm sorry, nothing beats it. Oh, ticks is probably. I mean, honestly, I like I said, I'd never seen it before, but it it was terrifying for like to think for about. Yeah, what? It, it's terrifying to think about because you think, not that it would ever happen. I mean, I don't think, but what if there was some type of mutation that caused them to grow. And if, you know, these characters weren't there to stop it and they were able to spread. Fuck, man. Well, in the plot thing, it says here for Wikipedia, it says drug dealer Jarvis Tanner uses steroids to enhance marijuana plants, right? Yeah. Uh, Runoff from his operation has mutated the local ticks. Um, Tyler Burns is sent to join an inner city wilderness project in an attempt to conquer the fear of the woods led by Holly Lambert and Charles Danson. Um, so yeah, apparently, and he didn't really want to go. Like he was reluctant no. to want to go. He was like, you know, and I, I guess he was like, he was afraid to go in the woods. You know, he had like a bad yeah, experience. He got lost in the woods for three days or something. Well, maybe not three days. I don't know how long. Why did a... Why didn't Elf, other than for plot reasons, why did Alfonso leave? Like, who the hell knows? Like why who, were any of those people there in wilderness? They never even really explained much about it, what they're trying. Yeah, it's kind of like, once again, you haven't seen it, but Trouble if you watch. Team, but what are they doing? If you watch White Wolves or Cry in the Wild too, they have more of an explanation of yeah. like why they're there. And stuff, and you know, one of the kids is really bad. You know, he's a bad kid who uh, was like in juvenile, you know, or whatever. But he and his uh, big brother—it's part of like the Big Brother program, you know. Yeah. Um, Mr. B, uh, because White Wolves is a cry in the wild too. Cry in the wild one yeah. was the based on the book Hatchet by Gary Polson. I remember. You remember that book? I had to read it for. Uh, was it? Uh, I'd read it for I think, English class, and then oh, my te- my teacher had us watch the sequel because 1993 was the year I was in sixth grade, and that or 93 to 94, and that was when uh, that movie came out, 
and stuff. And after that movie had come out, my t-shirt was like looking in the new release section at the video store and saw it, you know, because it's pre-internet. So you had no idea it existed. And he was like, wait, there's a sequel to the book we just read, you know? So he had me watch it. And I'm wow. a huge Saved by the Bell fan. And uh, Zach Morris was on it, you know, in the in the movie. It starred uh, Mark Paul Gossler and uh, the little kid, the little Tom Hanks and Big, you know. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So it had some. And the chick from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, like the the um, the older sister from from that. So it, was, it had some big names in a way, you know, and uh I loved it, and Amy Dolenz was in it, and that was like my first time ever knowing who the hell she was. Um, I didn't really even watch anything else she had been into like much later, you know, including Ticks, which I just watched today, you know. Um, yeah, I was very happy I watched it. Like I loved it, you know. Um, I, 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 you said like the the 4K. I want the 4K now. Like I think it's that. It's a great release. I, I just think. Yeah. What are you saying? Vinegar Syndrome always tells about great release. They I need to dig in the special feature more, actually. Oh, yeah. They always have great special features. Now the time to do it. Yeah. Well, right after you watch it, right? Now you can just exactly. you know, hear all the hear all the stories. Maybe they'll say maybe they'll explain some things that we didn't uh we didn't get the chance to to, to know about. Um you know, which is cool, you know, because this is just a review of the movie. And as just like horror film lovers or 80s horror films, I think 80s horror films, we do rate the movies or whatever. I don't do that for this one because generally speaking, a lot of times, even if it's a not a great movie, we'll say that we we didn't think it was that great. But so far, I don't think I've seen like we, we did the this year. We did like we started the My Boyfriend's Back. Remember that movie? Good one, yeah. I yeah. I, I bought it on DVD years. You know, it's on Blu-ray now and stuff. Yeah, I have it like a Blu-ray. No Creek or someone put it out. And it's actually on like somebody else, like MVD or one of those yeah, companies. Yeah, probably got a better release because my release is quite a few years old. Yeah, they got, they just really? did a better release recently. I think maybe even yeah. Kino did it, I think. That's which. Awesome. As it's weird because that does not seem like a Kino release. So, um, but yeah, um, Kino Lorber put it out, and uh, I want to get that because when I found that out, I was like, "What? Wait!" Yeah. So I bought that DVD for nothing. You know, I can buy the Blu-ray of it. Um, All the deep can buy the Blu-ray. I have the. D- I mean, I can. Yeah, I can buy the Blu-ray at some point. I'm going to. I really. I mean, I love. I I actually really like that movie a lot. Right. Um, it's been a while. It's been a while since you watched it. Yeah. It was back in that time period of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and like movies like Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Yeah. Which I only saw like last year. Really? Good God. What were you doing in your childhood? Watching a bunch of shitty movies from the video store. I know, but like, were you watching the same ones over and over again? Is that oh, what you I would watch? Find new shit to rent. You know, you could have watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I missed a lot of good classics, but I'm catching it. I mean, I'm yeah. I know. You you kind of remind me now. There's a girl on YouTube, uh, Tamara, 
Uh, and she did a show called Tamara's Never Seen. It was on uh, uh, the Nostalgia Critic channel or whatever. Wow. Um, I don't know if you knew who I'm talking about, but um, wow. Tamara's Never Seen was like a show where she would ta- introduce the movie that she's never seen. You know, and usually she explains that she was just kind of grew up where she wasn't allowed to watch anything but like Disney stuff from her parents. So she wasn't allowed to like explore and watch all these cool movies and stuff. Some like, you know, so like movies like Die Hard or something like that. She never saw. So she gets to review a movie she's never seen and, and see it today in today's eyes. Not obviously not back then. So like, it's a different, it's not a nostalgia feel. It's like completely different. It's brand new. Okay. It's kind of like how I feel for ticks. Like I, I watched it, never seen it before. You've seen it many times. Yeah. And so this for you is sort of nostalgia. You probably watched it when you're younger yeah. and you really enjoyed it and, and everything. And I watched my boyfriend's back when I was younger, but didn't even remember anything of it. Cause it's been so long. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, you know, it was, it was it's just fun for me when I do that. But it's also fun for me to watch something brand new and kind of look at it in today's, like, would this movie be made today? And I, I think it could have been made today. Like it, but has, it would have been on CG. It would be CG. Yeah, maybe. Because if they brought back K&B effects, do K&B effects, they don't do CGI stuff They're anymore. They probably do a mix. I just wouldn't be the same. Well, it could be made. It was just e- it's just easier and cheaper to do it um, sure. uh, with like. It'll be good. Don't get me wrong. It's just something about these practical. Well, I don't know. Some You can squish them and you the know. Slime, the the fucking Alfonso's head being ripped open and the bug coming like that type of shit. It's just so. Yeah, you got to be the big bad bug at the end. I mean, good yeah. for him. Yeah. Like that, yeah. like the thing. It's that type of cre- great creature effects. I mean, maybe yes. I shouldn't be comparing the two, but you understand what I'm saying. Well, I mean, I can, I can see the comparison in like because that was like the big thing at the end is the thing just yeah. morphing from the person into yeah. the big thing, and so maybe that was a little bit of the influence on the movie. I um, see that. I yeah, mean, not that see- again the same. I just think it has. As far as creature movies go, right? Right. It was in, it definitely had that um you know, it had the fun early 90s yes. appeal to it. Cuz you know, early 90s they were still late 80s in a way. And so uh-huh. it still felt sort of like an 80s film. Uh another one I've done before is there's nothing out there which was oh, an independent, good. you know. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll have to redo some of the old ones, but I'm gonna have to wait I'll a couple watch, more seasons watch before that one too. But oh my god, hysterical! Yeah, it's great. Rolf Rolf Kadevsky is great. Yeah, uh, he's awesome director. Um, and it, it's one of the nicest human beings ever. By the way, like That's- I've interviewed him a couple times, but also literally have just had phone conversations so awesome. with him, and he's such a nice guy. So I I adore him. Um. And he's very helpful. Like he'll, you know, he he wants to help independent filmmakers out, which I think, in this day and age where it's sort of 
if it, it feels like people feel like it's competition in some way or another, it's really fresh, it re refreshing to see somebody who actually cares about this Definitely. community. Um, and also realized I'm friends. I told you before, I'm friends with the director on Facebook. So I told Tony, I, uh, you know, was reviewing this movie. So hopefully Tony will be checking it out. Um, and, you know, obviously we're praising it. Yeah. It's, it's a good thing to say about this one. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't know. Maybe one day we'll have to review, uh, Power Rangers in space, uh, just to give it a little bit, uh, you know, other stuff to other field. To, I don't know. Maybe I'll love power. Like so far he had this dude, you know, um, Hellraiser two and, you know, every the Amityville 1992, like the dude has not made anything. No, you know, no. terrible or anything. He's made what he's made exactly what people are looking for. And that's what, exactly what this movie is. If you went in thinking this movie is going to be about a bunch of ticks, just going after a bunch of people like big takes that you know there's nothing you don't need anything more there's no like love triangle or this you know exactly there's no um i don't know political message you know no. that's what it would be today that's what it seems to be like more of like we need to like have it be about you know, the way the world is woke or something. And I'm like, it has nothing to do with a bunch of ticks attacking the world. Just let that be the story and let that yeah. drive it. And that's what this movie does. So there you go. Um, so I absolutely adore this movie and uh, I will definitely be picking up the vinegar syndrome. I've been like buying a ton of vinegar syndrome DVDs or Blu-rays and, and, and 4Ks. Uh, also got Miami connection. Oh, I still need to get that one, but yeah, the 4K for that. All that great releases can't keep up. I know. I'm. I'm. I need to buy a bunch of other ones. I want to buy like eventually. Want to buy like uh, Hard Rock Zombies, which we reviewed. That's oh, terrible. I have that one. You have that one? Oh, that's yeah, it's great. It's it's so terrible. Bad. It is so bad. And Slaughterhouse um, Rock. That's a double feature. Oh yeah, that's right. It's a double feature with that. Um, Slaughterhouse Rock is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh God. Oh, the eighties. Yeah. I just love it. And uh, but you also love Shot on Video, and I think that might have been a Shot on Video movie, if no. I'm correct. Uh, Hard Rock Zombies. Wait. No, you know. I get what? these two confused, but there's Hard Rock Zombie. Whatever one Vinegar Syndrome put out. There is yeah. another one you're thinking of, and I get the two. Well, titles. no, no, but I, I thought Hard Rock Zombies might have been, but no, I don't think it is. No, it's not. Um, but yeah, but, there is another one that Todd uh, Cook did. Yeah, that has the same similar title as like Heavy Metal Zombies or something heavy... like that. Yeah, um, like I've seen it, but I can't remember the title. Yeah, I've seen it too on Tubi. Um, uh, man, beautiful thing. Oh, by the way, if you want to see Tex, you can see it on Tubi. You know. And weirdly yeah. enough, there wasn't that many commercials today. So I don't know if they're doing a new thing where they're having like less commercials or something or or what, but I was not complaining. Because <laughs> uh, usually it's like every 20 minutes there's commercials. Yeah. And I waited till the 20-minute mark, and I was like, wait, nope, okay. 
it's going to keep going. And it went to like 55 sec or 55 minutes left, you Oh, know, wow. left. And so, you know, that was like 35 minutes before they or something, 30 minutes or something like that. It's pretty good amount of time before they actually gave me a commercial. And then they didn't give me another commercial till eight minutes until, and I was like, goes over and I was like, really, really? Now You're not you're going gonna... to I'm like, why, why now? You know, but I'm not complaining because that was less, you know, they just gave me six commercials instead of like six, four, four, six or something. Yeah. And it's so annoying. If you watch something long, you're going to regret it, you know, so, you Just know, for the time to go to the bathroom or true get another bathroom drink. breaks. Snack. You like that, don't you, though? Because it reminds you of Yeah, the sometimes old school. I do. Sometimes I do. Sadly, you can't fast forward through the commercials like you can on uh, if you Well, DVR you remember or something. back in the day That's true, but you that couldn't you record go anything. to the bathroom, jumping back on the couch to catch up it before it gets back on. I know, right? Because back then, there was no recording unless you recorded it on VHS. Which I used to do all the time. That's, that's against the law, man. Against the law. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, that's funny, though. Because I uh, I used to do the same thing. I used to do, like, beta, or wait, uh, VHS to beta, you know, and stuff. So we used to record to beta max. Yeah, that's that's an old Yeah. thing. That's Oh, yeah. um, uh, I'm surprised you even <laughs> you know what that is, because I know I you never had a beta, but I know a beta map. Yeah, I never had a laser disc. A lot of people had laser discs. Uh, that was My school did. And at the time when I was younger, I was like, what are these big DVDs? Well, I guess that's pre-DVD, but what are these big discs? big records. And I yeah. Yeah, They they were look like records and stuff. I never had one. My parents just never got one, you know, like. Probably smarts. They didn't really catch on. Yeah, they didn't last very long, but um, I don't think that's why. Like, sometimes it takes a while for my family to, like, upgrade, you know? Like, Yeah. I got a uh, 4K before my parents got a 4K. Then my My parents parents got a still 4K. don't have a What? My parents still don't have a 4K, so. You have a 4K, right? Oh, I do, yeah. I mean, you bought the Tix 4K, Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily... I have Sometimes they have the Blu-rays in them, so sometimes people just Yeah. buy the... Like Oh, John, yeah. John Ward buys the four Ks, you know. Um, Yeah. but anyway, that's about. I think that's about it for text. I don't know. Was there anything else? Not too much. Just a fun creature feature if you're looking for something fun. Slimy Yeah. effects and fun characters and Great cast, stuff great like crew. that. Yeah. I mean, all in all, a great movie. I I can't. I don't know which one's better, this or the dentist to me. Oh, the dentist. Um, This is close. <laughs> I know you you love your dentist, But the so dentist you can't. is one of my favorites, so. Yeah. But this, this is close. I, I have a lot of love for But this. I think if they made like a Tix 2 or 3 at the time, it, it could maybe be almost better. Like you could have maybe Yeah. liked it more. It could have been But a good franchise, but. Or Dick's. you. Dick's. Dick's Dix. meets dentist, not Dick's. That's the porn version, dicks. Yes. And it's just big giant dicks attacking people. 
Well, yeah, I mean, now we need to make that happen. So, <laughs> no, thank you. I'm not, you know, that's that's for my OnlyFans account, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh Lord. Um, yeah, I mean, whatever. Uh, there's they could make it ticks two, three, or four if they had done that. But once again, I got to find out real quick what was the uh, budget of this movie? Yeah, I would say mm-hmm. this movie looks really good. Okay. Um, okay, we didn't mention this before, but Doug Beswick came up with the idea for the film and supervised the special effects, as well as being the associate producer of the film. Oh. The film was shot in Big Bear Lake, uh, California. Uh, Tix was first released to direct a video in 1994 by Republic Pictures and later Olive Films on DVD and Blu-ray uh, 2013 that ran for 85 minutes vinegar syndrome licensed and released the film on 4k blu-ray in october 2021 featuring all new 4k scan of the intro positive film element it was discovered by the original films uh runtime was 94 minutes containing uh nine minutes of footage unseen on television and previous home video releases the one i saw the release i saw was 84 minutes or 85 minutes you know it was like an hour and 25 minutes yeah so um so i guess it wasn't the extra footage which i don't know if it needs extra footage like it was perfect the way it was like it i think was, the pacing and everything's good yeah i feel like if you put too much sometimes it can kind of like you might I feel like yeah what were you gonna say i was gonna say sometimes it's fun to watch just to see what extra stuff but in general Usually yeah. stuff cut for a reason. Um, but yeah, hey, I... Singing everything is good with the length of that. Exactly. It doesn't say the budget. Let me see if I can find out on here somewhere. You know, sometimes they have, like, box office, whatever. Um, yeah. Budget and box office. Um, damn. Uh, Evil Dead Rise projects $20 million. Good for it. What? I'm going to go see it next week. That's off the subject. I'm going to see it next week, too, actually. On the 5th. Yeah. Ah, I don't think it'll be the 5th. It'll actually be 6th. I see it. Unless we do see it on the 5th. We might see it on the 5th. I don't know. My friend Ashley and her husband uh, and I went to see Scream 6 together. So we want to see more. We were, we were trying to see uh, the Pope's exorcism or whatever, and I just didn't get around to seeing it. And I literally don't. I don't like exorcism movies and exorcist movies. I just don't care for them. Um, I'm not a huge fan either, except for I mean, the Exorcist and Amityville 2 when some of the other ones are, but I don't know. Hmm. It depends. But I'm uh, not a huge I don't really have that much interest in it. You don't have that much interest? In Pope's Exorcist. I'm trying to find... Okay, so it says in 1993, it's got the list of the movies and uh, stuff. Holy shit, there's a lot of movies. My Boyfriend's Back came out then. Yeah, and it grossed 
$3,335,984. Doesn't say what the budget was, though. Um, okay. So I'm trying to find ticks on this because California came out this year. God, 93 was a damn good year. Yeah. Happily Ever After. Fatherhood. Remember that movie? Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Oh. Nanny came out the same year as Schindler's List. Nanny. Cemetery Club. I remember hearing that name. Remember that um, one. What? I don't remember Cemetery Club. Surf Ninjas came out this year. Oh my I never saw it, but I. it reminded me of Surf Nazis. Oh, yeah, it's completely different. Uh, yeah, I know, but I remember like seeing Surf Ninjas being like, what? Surf Nazis? Surf Nazis must die. Uh, surf <laughs> Ninjas must die. Soy Mary Axmer uh, came out oh, in 93. Classic. I haven't seen them forever. That actually made $11 million, so that's awesome. I'm guessing that they don't have it on this thing because it's like it's going up, you know, and I'm pretty sure it did not like the Sandlot made thirty-two million, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, another good one. Yeah, that was a good one. What was the highest-grossing one? Which was Jurassic Park, of course. Three hundred thirty-eight million. Um, total gross was three hundred and fifty-seven million. I think it's probably was that million or billion? Yeah, million. But I'm sure it got more money on. You know. Yeah, it's made. I mean, they did the 3D re-release and everything. It's made much more. Yeah. Damn. Why doesn't it say? Um. I guess sometimes they just don't tell you that information. Yeah. They don't know it. I guess. Uh. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Budget was two million. Estimated. Uh, yeah. So Maybe as long as I made more than uh, as long as I made four million dollars, it was a hit, you know. Yeah, and it definitely. Uh, you think so? You think it made more than over time? Yeah. Ticks. Been out of the time because it was direct to video, but you know. Box office. Um, let me see if there, maybe there's some other chance without the budget. Um. Okay, sorry. I can, you can hear you. You know. Oh uh, no, you're good. On Wikipedia, it says the budget was 1.5 million. 1.5. And the IMDb says 2 million. Weird. I don't know which one's. 2 million sounds right. You know who produced this? Who? Brian Usna. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. We didn't you even know that. Bring we never mentioned that. That's funny. I didn't yeah, know For some that. reason, we didn't. Another connection to the dentist. Maybe that's how she got cast in The Dentist. Because when I was younger, and actually I think The Dentist and um, Reanimator and some of that was the reason I became like a huge fan of Brian Houston. I think I looked up all of his movies. And Ticks, that's what, one of the reasons why I watched Ticks in the first place, because he produced it. And mm -hmm. I, I can't believe we forgot to mention that soon. That's crazy. I'm a huge fan of Brian Houston. Actually, it didn't come out till ninety four though. Even though it says ninety three, I guess it didn't like literally come out till. Um, maybe this is wrong. I don't know. 
Um, but it's a May 25th, 1994. So maybe it was shot in 93. And probably and really. Yeah, released in 94. So um, I don't know. But it's it's like, if you look on IMDb, it says 93. So weirdly enough, I guess that would make sense because some of the movies probably came out in 93. Some of the movies that say 93 might have came out in 94. So there you go. Um, so you don't have the idea of what you're going to do next week, but I don't think next month, but uh, Madeline will be doing the next episode and then the next episode after that. And then we take one month break and then we come back and I'll do one and she'll do one and then we'll be done with it for this season. So um, I'll be picking some good ones. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, just, just give me some ideas. Cause there might be some we've already done. I don't know. I well, might... yeah. That's what, what I'm gonna do. Well, I might yeah. have to send you a list of the ones we already uh, yeah, I've you... already done. Um, so yeah. Um, and I don't care if you pick one I've done for Indie Film Cafe or horror film pick... film lovers that happens to have been the '90s. You know, because um, there have been a few. Um, just can't do the ones that have been on '90s horror film already because yeah. we're trying to. I I like I have a ton like I can. I have a list of ones that I want to do. And then I have a list of other ones that, you know, I might do later. So, you know, um, of course. Yeah, we got plenty, got plenty to do, man. This is going to keep going. 90s movies, 90s horror films for sure. But, uh, last thing I'll share is I said that this was early 90s. And the way, the reason I'm kind of saying that and explaining that is because back in the early 90s, there were a lot of creature features. There were a lot of cool little things with practical effects and whatnot. And then 96 came around and like horror shifted into more, more uh, slasher, sla- you know, slash like scream, you know, scream kind of revitalized horror and brought it back, but sort of also kind of made it a different, you know, more meta, more, yeah. um, all you the know, scream ripoffs. All the scream ripoffs. David Dakota did a few of those. You know, um, ton of stuff. So, um, but you know that was great. You know, having that because it really did bring yeah. back horror. So later, horror still shifted and did other things. You know, um, give us completely different franchises. Like we wouldn't have had the Wrong Turn franchise had horror died. You know, things like that, which some people might have been happy about that. I love the wrong turn franchise, but some people, yeah, what hit or miss, but yes, that's true. Some of them, some of them are not that great, but the first one for sure. Uh, and second one, I'll say too, I love Joe Lynch. Um, but what me too, yeah. Um, but anyway, everybody, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Check us out next month. We'll do a brand new episode and uh, Madeline will be picking. So we'll we'll let you guys know what that is later. Um, I don't even know. So I'm kind of ex- what? I don't even know. <laughs> None of us know. We'll Good. find out. We'll find out next month uh, yeah. in June. So we'll be back in June, everybody. Until yeah. then. Bye. Bye.